If making more money in your business is one of your goals this year, and you believe the only way to achieve this goal is by getting more sales, you might be wrong. But I understand where you're coming from. Everywhere we go, we're told to increase our sales to make more money. You may have already decided the only way for you to increase your profit is to increase your marketing and sell, sell, sell. You have limited time to run your business and you find yourself putting all of your time into getting new sales. And yet, you still see your net profit numbers going down each month. Well, I'm here to tell you that getting more sales is not exactly the best way to increase your profits. We've been led to believe that the only way to make more money is to increase our sales or revenues, but that isn't totally true. We all want to see our business succeed and grow our sales, but if you don't watch all of your other numbers carefully, you could be in for a huge surprise. Today I'm talking about why sales shouldn't always be your main concern when you're looking to grow your profits. So if you're self-employed, a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, a small business owner, you own a virtual online bookkeeping business, or are a virtual assistant or VA, listen in and I'll walk you through understanding how you can increase your profits without feeling the need to increase your sales. I want to help ensure that your small business is able to keep more of the sales you're bringing in and maintaining higher profits. You're listening to the Mastering Your Small Business Finances podcast, where we get straight to the point on topics that ultimately affect your bottom line. That's right. As an entrepreneur with a small business, money management, growth, marketing, they all affect your bottom line. I'm your host, Chris Ponick. I'm a certified public accountant, and I've been helping small business owners like you navigate and easily understand these complicated topics for over 25 years. I'm a wife, a mom, a grandmother, and a small business owner myself, so I know your time is valuable. In my free time, I make the best sugar cookies and have mastered an amazing chocolate chip cookie recipe. And that's not just my opinion. You're in the right place. I promise your time will be well spent here. Each week you'll gain confidence and clarity while making a successful impact on your business and grow your bottom line. Get comfy, grab a cookie, and let's get straight to the point with this week's episode. Are you looking for a computerized software solution to do your bookkeeping? I highly recommend checking out QuickBooks Online. I've been using QuickBooks myself for over 20 years, and they really know how to streamline processes and make your bookkeeping and recording your transactions simple and easy. QuickBooks is one of the top software solutions used by small business owners, and I would say that over 95% of my clients are currently using QuickBooks for their businesses. One of the features most of my clients and I take advantage of is the option to set up bank feeds. You simply link your bank account to your QuickBooks account and QuickBooks will automatically import each transaction into your QuickBooks file. You'll save a ton of time not having to manually enter each of these transactions. You simply review each of the transactions and make sure they're getting recorded to the appropriate account. And then click one button and they're in. Wanna know more? Head over to financialadventure.com QuickBooks and learn how you can save 50% off of your first three months. Welcome back. Growing your sales and growing your profits are actually two totally different things. 
Today, we're going to dive into understanding why you may not need to increase your sales when you're actually looking at growing your profits. When you review your income statement, do you feel you have enough sales? But when you see your bottom line, you start thinking you need to increase your sales so you can make more money? You just don't think your bottom line is where it should be, and you're exhausted with all of the marketing you're doing to bring in your current sales. If this is the case, there are ways that you can improve your bottom line without feeling the need to make more sales. So let's jump in. You're going to need to have your income statement or profit and loss report when looking at how you can increase your profit without increasing your sales. Make sure your income statement is current and it has been updated with all of your transactions. You always want to start with complete and accurate information when you're analyzing your income statement. Next, you're going to take a look at your gross profit numbers. This is the amount of profit you have after you subtract any of your cost of goods sold items or costs that directly relate to the items you're selling. One of the first areas for you to start increasing your profits is to make sure that you're not overspending on your cost of goods sold. Is there any way you could reduce these costs? You might want to check with your suppliers to see if you can get a better price or a discount if you make payments to your vendors early if you have the cash flow to support this. Is there a way you could reduce your shipping costs? Take some time to really look at all of your cost of goods sold and if there's a way to reduce them, you'll begin to see your gross profit will increase with every decrease that you make and that in turn will increase your overall bottom line. One of your main goals in your business should be to always be working toward a higher gross profit amount. Do you have a slow moving product or service in your business? If so, it might be time to decide if you want to continue to keep offering this product or service. You may find that you're spending additional time and money on providing this product to your customers and if you stopped offering it, you could use these resources to focus more on the products and service that are your best sellers and stop spending money on what your customers are not interested in buying. If you offer discounts to your customers, is there a way that you can reduce these discounts? Rather than giving your customers a 25% discount, could you offer a 10% discount? Or could you eliminate the discount altogether? By doing this, you would directly increase the amount of each sale. This may be something you could start testing out in different markets, but it could make a significant impact on your profits. Focus on the quality of your product rather than the discount you're offering. Next, you're going to look at all of your operating expenses. Here you may find you need to dig a little deeper into each of the expense categories to find out what's making up each of your expenses. Look at each expense and ask yourself if it is actually needed for your business and if so, is there any way to reduce this expense? As you run your business, you notice you add certain services, but many business owners don't take the time to really ask if it's still something the business needs, or even if you're still currently utilizing that service. For example, do you belong to a certain association, but find that you haven't attended one of their events for a year or even longer? Are the dues that you're paying for this improving your business? If not, it may be time to stop paying those dues and increase your bottom line. Another example would be software. Have you purchased any software on a subscription basis which you're no longer using? Or 
Have you purchased a premium software subscription that you no longer need the premium version for? By making sure you're only paying for the services you need, you will increase your profits. Is there a way you can purchase your office supplies or other business supplies in bulk? Are you utilizing larger discount suppliers to get the best possible pricing? Could you go paperless to reduce the amount of filing space as well as your paper costs? And you might want to ask yourself if you're utilizing your real estate or your rental space to its fullest extent. If you feel that your office or warehouse space is too big, consider looking for a smaller space. Downsizing your office could save you a considerable amount of money. If downsizing isn't an option, is it possible to lease unused space to another business? Or another option would be to consider if you actually need to be spending money on your rental or leased office space at all. Does your business actually need an office? Or would it be possible to have your office in your home? Compare your insurance premiums with other providers and make sure you're getting the best rates. You can always ask your insurance provider to match that rate, or maybe it would be time to make the switch to a more competitive provider. Would it be possible to consolidate your insurance policies to get a better bundled rate? It is important to make sure you have enough insurance to cover your needs, but equally important is to make sure you're not over-insuring your business. Are your employees using their time efficiently? Payroll can be one of the largest expenses for a small business. Make sure each person you hire has a specific job description, you have a reasonable time expectation for each project, and the employee tracks their time to ensure they're meeting your expectations. If you find staff who could take on additional responsibilities, you could save additional funds you may be currently spending on outside labor. Make sure each employee is utilizing their time to the fullest and take advantage of each employee's skill set. On the flip side, could you be outsourcing any tasks you currently have in-house? Hiring a freelancer or virtual assistant could reduce your overall employee expenses. Reduce or even eliminate any bank charges and interest if at all possible. If you have funds available, you may want to pay down your credit card debt, which would reduce your fees. Also, make sure you're paying your bills on time so you don't incur any late payment fees. These may seem like a small dollar amount, but if done repeatedly, they do add up. Another option, as mentioned earlier, would be to take advantage of paying your bills early if they offer a discount or savings and you have sufficient cash flow to pay them early. Stick to your budget. If you set up a budget to ensure the profitability of your business, make sure you're sticking to it. Don't overspend in any expense category and don't spend money where you didn't already budget for it. This will help your overall profit and keep you on track for the rest of the year. Lastly, rather than marketing and getting new sales, is there a way you could increase the prices on the items you are currently selling to your existing customers? Even the slightest increase in your sales will directly increase your bottom line, even if nothing else changes in your income statement. Every small business is different, but one thing they all have in common is that they all most likely have an expense they can trim down to increase their profit and bottom line. Once you've gone through your expenses, make sure you do this periodically throughout the year. It will be worth it to you since it really doesn't cost you anything to take a quick look and it's very possible you'll be able to increase your bottom line without increasing your sales and this could be a significant payoff over time for your small business. 
make sure you grab your copy of the five essentials for stress-free bookkeeping. And if you're interested in starting your own bookkeeping business or you're a virtual assistant who wants to add bookkeeping as a high-end service to your existing business, grab your virtual online bookkeeping starter guide. Just go to financialadventure.com or click on the link in the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. All right, to recap this episode. Number one, growing your sales and growing your profits are actually two totally different things. Number two, you're going to need to have your income statement or profit and loss report when looking at how you can increase your profits without increasing your sales. Make sure it's current and updated with all your transactions. Number three, look at your gross profit numbers and make sure you're not overspending on any of your cost of goods sold items. Number four, if you have a slow moving product or service in your business, it may be time to decide if you want to continue offering this product or service. Number five, rather than giving your customers a larger discount, could you reduce that discount or even eliminate the discount altogether? Number six, reduce your operating expenses. Dig a little bit deeper into each of your expense categories to find out what is making up each of your expenses. Number seven, utilize your real estate or rental space to the fullest extent. Number eight, compare your insurance premiums and make sure you're getting the best rates. Number nine, make sure your employees are using their time efficiently. Payroll is one of the largest expenses for small businesses. Make sure each person that you hire has a specific job description. Number 10, reduce or even eliminate any bank service charges and interest if possible. Number 11, stick to your budget. Number 12, is there a way that you could increase the prices on the items you're currently selling to your existing customers? Number 13, make sure you do this exercise periodically throughout the year and it's very possible you'll be able to increase your bottom line without increasing your sales. And you know I'm going to ask, What's at least one thing you can take away from this episode that will help your business succeed and grow your bottom line? If you need some accountability, join our private Facebook community and post your action item. We'd love to support you. Thanks for taking the time to tune into this episode of Mastering Your Small Business Finances. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you, I'd love for you to give it a five-star rating and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Visit financialadventure.com for the show notes, links from this episode, and while you're there, leave a comment if you have a topic you're interested in learning more about that affects your bottom line. If you're looking for a community where you can ask questions and get feedback about your small business, join my private Facebook group. You can find the links to this group and more on financialadventure.com. And remember, any financial information shared on this podcast is not to be considered professional, financial, or tax advice and should not be solely relied upon. Please consult your CPA or tax advisor for an opinion on your specific circumstances. I'm looking forward to having you tune in next time. Until then, dream big, follow your heart, and love what you do. Thank you.